Welcome to the Kingdom Culture Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy this spirit-filled message that it blesses your week and brings you joy and perspective. To connect with us, hop on social media and for more information, head to kingdomculturechurch.com.au. Good to see you. Not sharing for too... No, it's too far now. <laughs> um, I'm only sharing for a short amount of time this morning because we're going to be having a beautiful morning tea for the mums. Rachel Shepherd has made some beautiful cupcakes and have tea and coffee. So we just ask that you can stay if you're one of the mums. Just be blessed. Just be honoured. Uh, and we just want to, I just wanted to thank all the team that are at the front this morning with the roses and that was just beautiful. So this morning we're going to just get straight into it for this short amount of time. This morning being Mother's Day, this message actually is for everybody here. This message is for everyone, but in particular mums, I want you to really listen to this and the women, but men be really switched on because this is a message for every Christian, every non-Christian to give them a purpose to live and have hope. Um, I'm calling this this morning Chosen, Pursued and Honoured. Chosen, pursued and honoured. I have to say, I believe one of the highest calls in the earth is being a godly parent. Has to be one of, if not the highest call in the earth, is being a godly parent. And it takes everything. It takes everything. It's both fulfilling and challenging. It's very sad at times. It takes you a lot of guts. And um, I I just knew that when I had my breakthrough uh, in the last 10 years, particularly of my worth and my value, a lot of it had to do with my parenthood and where the enemy had come in and taken some very deep swipes at me, leaving me with shame and guilt and condemnation. And I remember the day that I met God in my bed, very sick, and to realise that who I was did not depend on the level of my motherhood, did not depend on every achievement I had ever made. And that revelation changed my life forever. Um, We're going to have a look very quickly at Ephesians 1, just a few scriptures starting at verse 3. And how blessed is God and what a blessing he is. He's the father of our master, Jesus Christ, and takes us to the high places of blessing in him. Long before he laid down the earth's foundations, he had us in mind. He settled on us as the focus of his love, to be made whole and holy by his love. Long, long ago, he decided to adopt us into Oh, sorry, lost, lost it. Into his family through Christ Jesus. What pleasure he took in planning this. He wanted us to enter into the celebration of his lavish gift giving by the hand of his beloved son. It is in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. Possibly one of the most important verses in the whole word of God. This verse, it is in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. Long before we first heard of Jesus Christ and got our hopes up, he had hopes, his hopes on us. He had designs on us for glorious living. Part of the overall purpose, he is working out in everything and everyone. Isn't that just a magnificent portion of scripture? This morning, the gospel is all about the Uh, the cross of Jesus, all about the blood, the resurrection and him seated. Why? For us. 
for us. Who would do that? Who would do that for us? Only Jesus. And when we get a hold of this, it will transform your thinking. It transformed mine. Mums, we need to get this. This happened for us. This happened for us. Ours is a story of a passionate, loving God pursuing us since before the foundation of the earth. It also says in Ephesians 1, there's nothing, nothing about us too unhold, too broken that would warrant the unconditional love of Jesus. Nothing, nothing too unwhole, nothing too, un, nothing too broken, no mistakes, no regrets, Nothing in your past disqualifies you from the unconditional love of God. It was all about us. The message of the gospel is all about that. It's all about us not being qualified to be saved, not being qualified to be raised up in Him, not being qualified to be seated now in heavenly places, this very moment in Him. And that our life begins and ends in Him. Once we get this identity, we'll be changed forever. And why does this happen? Why? Because there is nothing that Jesus' blood being poured out could not overcome or triumph over. It doesn't matter, particularly you mums. Particularly you mums. There's nothing of your past There's nothing of your past that cannot be triumphed over. There's nothing in your present with one of your children or your marriage. There is nothing that your grandchildren are going through that cannot be overwhelmed, overcome, triumphed over by the blood of Jesus this morning, by Jesus alive in heaven. Nothing, don't be lied to. When I got this and started to decree the truths of Jesus and the Word of God over my family, the shift was remarkable. It was remarkable. I cannot tell you. It would take three hours to tell you the testimonies. And I'm still seeing them um, unwind every day. I know my sister does the same in her family. The course of our families has changed forever when we get this truth because our Redeemer lives Our Redeemer lives. Thank God it's not up to my qualifications as a mum or a grandma or a Christian in this house because I simply can't do it. I've told you that before. I do not have the capacity. I do not in my humanness have the capacity. And we could talk all day about so many stories in the Word of God being Mother's Day, but I didn't want to be cliche or cute or anything like that. That's certainly not what I want to do this morning. And I ask God, as you should if you're getting in the platform of a church, is um, what do you want to say? What is something you want to say? And He spoke to me immediately that He wants to tell us what He he did through the women um, in his bloodline. And in Matthew 1, we're not looking at the scripture. We're not even going through these stories because time's so short this morning. But go to Matthew 1, have a look at the women. And they are Tamar, Rahab, Ruth, Bathsheba, and Mary, the mother of Jesus. Those women You have no idea the redeeming story of Jesus through those women's lives, particularly the first four. Mary, the mother of Jesus, undoubtedly went through things as a single pregnant mother in a Jewish society. She was an unmarried mother. You can imagine what she went through, some of the grief, some of the criticism. But the first four, oh my gosh, it's almost R-rated what some of those women went through. It is so true. 
It is so true. And yet Jesus, but God, but God, and that's the message for us this morning. These aren't your typical women that you talk about Mother's Day morning, but out of their lives screams the heart of the gospel. And what happened was that out of their brokenness and their sin and out of their devastation, a Saviour came forth into the world. A Saviour came forth. Jesus, that's right, Bradley. Jesus came forth. There is nothing too unholy or broken about your life that Jesus cannot redeem and be shown forth through. We are born for this. We are born for this. All of these women experience these things in common. And many of you in this, in this room, all of you in this room, all have experienced some of these things. They all experience immense struggle pain and grief, rejection, shame, condemnation, regret. And I'm sure that they all experienced a deep longing for joy and happiness that they never, ever saw many times in the natural. And isn't that just like you and I? Isn't that what we want? But Jesus, who's Redeemer, Jesus' Redeemer created and He brought grace and beauty out of all that was broken, he didn't pick just all the nice little Jewish girls in the background of Israel's history. He didn't pick just the prophets and all the ones that we would call anointed. He chose out of these women's lives, God chose to bring forth the Saviour of the world and the eternal purpose came through these women. So never believe the lie that God cannot do something through your life. He has a purpose. Out of them, He created eternal purpose, eternal design. And you and I are of that same bloodline. When we make Jesus our Lord, we become the bloodline of Jesus. Jesus. We have the blood of Jesus, spiritually speaking, running through our bones, running through our system. We are no longer identified by all the failures in our marriages and our children. Many, you are not identified by anything you have done or have not done. That is not our identity. And if He can choose these women that knew a lot of sexual sin and abuse, some terrible things, and he brought forth the pure and wonderful Saviour of the world. Imagine what he can do in our lives. He alone can bring life out of death. There's nothing you're facing this morning, mums, that cannot be overwhelmed by Jesus, that cannot be saved, that cannot be redeemed. There is not one child. There is not one child. I don't care where they are if they're on drugs, what they're doing. I don't care if you have a daughter who's got four children children to four different fathers. Jesus can redeem that situation. Jesus can redeem your broken marriages. Jesus can redeem your past. And what, apart from that, He can redeem what's happening now. And everything we put our qualification on, like all the things that we think qualify us, they mean nothing except for the blood. Nothing Nothing qualifies us except Jesus. Their story did not disqualify them. We're going to have a quick look at Isaiah 61, starting in verse 3. I was very happy, so happy this morning, because Jesse Rose sang a prophetic song straight from this portion of Scripture. And that makes you happy when you're preaching the Word, because you know the Spirit of God is speaking the same message to people. Isaiah 61 
to bestow upon them beauty for ashes, beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair or heaviness, that they will be called oaks of righteousness planted by the Lord. You're not called a failure. You're not called a failure this morning. How dare the enemy bring that word over your life this morning, especially you mums. How dare he tell you what a terrible mother you are. How dare he speak those words of death. He's called us to be oaks of righteousness planted by the Lord for the display of God's splendour, that he, God, it says in the King James, would be glorified. Instead of your shame, you will receive a double portion. That's what we need to believe for. We need the greatest thing that we can think of and believe for a double portion. We need for that. That's what the blood of Jesus paid for. And instead of disgrace, you will rejoice in your inheritance. This is our inheritance. Redemption is our inheritance. Mums, we have an inheritance to see our children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren, the seed of our womb go way down the bloodline. It doesn't matter what happened back here. The blood of Jesus has transformed all things and we're going to inherit a double portion and know an inheritance that the world and the flesh cannot give us. It is impossible for us to sustain that. But in Jesus, we can have that inheritance that He paid for with His own life and His own blood. And so you will inherit a double portion in your land and everlasting joy will be yours. You and I were born for this purpose. We were born for this time in the earth. This is our time now. Do not let the enemy rob one more minute of our lives. Do not let him rob one more minute with his lies and condemnation and shame. Do not allow it. We need to get up and be seated up high in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, as Colossians and Ephesians tells us. And it's really, really, really important that we renew our minds to this truth. We need to be washing it with the water of the Word every day. Who we are, who we are, what He paid for. We have enormous significance to fulfill, mums and women and men in this house. We have enormous significance to fulfill, and particularly as mums. We were handpicked by God to be women of grace, handpicked by God, oh, first of all, to be woman. A woman. Who loves being a woman? I love I was made a woman. I love everything about being a woman. I'm so glad Jesus made me a woman. I love that. I love I can breathe something into the earth that a man doesn't breathe. And it's not meant to be like that. We do not have equal roles. We do not have equal roles. God uses men and women to equally, but we do not do it in equal roles to show forth His glory. I'm so blessed to be a woman that I can show forth a part of God that a man simply cannot bring. It's not meant to be that way. I don't want to be a man. I don't want to act like a man. I don't want to. 
I don't want to. I love being a strong woman in God. I love that we're allowed to be strong with gentleness. We're allowed to be strong. We're allowed to have a voice with gentleness and kindness. Though the Proverbs and um, the Epistles tell us. He loves his strong women. He loves it. He needs us to rise up and have a voice. He wants us to have godly character. We're born in this time to be women who are fearless and represent, uh, represent God to a society that are desperate for Him and they don't even know it. The world does not know what it's desperate for. It doesn't know. And yet we have this capacity in God to bring a Jesus into the earth that the earth is crying out for and is missing it in so many areas. Jesse Rose, if you'd love to get up, we're just gonna be um, we're just gonna begin to hear what the Spirit of God wants to do this morning. We can't even imagine the enormity of the plans and the purposes that He has for us, every one of us in this place. We can have so many dreams and visions. We can have and, and then multiply it by a thousand once it's in the hand of God. We alone restrict often what God does. His plans for us are enormous, but they're never going to be fulfilled unless we come into relationship with Him. Unless we know who we are unapologetically. I love it. I love that we're in a season in the earth where you do not have to apologize as a Christian for the way you present yourself. I saw something on YouTube the other day that made me get tears in my eyes. It was um, a session in a conference that had Kenneth Copeland and Todd White sitting beside each other, preaching at the same conference. So here's Kenneth Copeland in his 80s, a very old, um, oh, sorry, a father in the faith, an older man who's never worn anything but a suit in the pulpit. And here's Todd White in his Indian, like real hippie gear and his dreads are up here and his scarf. And these two men were seated in the front row of this enormous conference, speaking side by side. And Todd White was talking about Kenneth Copeland being a father in the faith to him. And I thought years ago, you would never see such an image. We are so blessed. We live in the earth at this time where women and men together can be unapologetically strong, but show our strengths in our different ways. Let our men be men and our women. Come on, we're going to show it forth as women in a way we can only do it. And mums, mums, our kids need us to really get free. They need us to get free. They need us to be healed of our brokenness. They need us to be healed of our shame and guilt and condemnation. We are desperate to be healed so we can be released into the earth for such a time as this. You can tell, you can stand up actually. I'd love you to stand up. Just listen to this last thing. You can tell the value of something by how much someone is willing to pay for it. You can tell the value of something by how much somebody is willing to pay for it. So our value goes without question. 
The Father paid the highest price. He gave His greatest treasure, His only Son, Jesus, for us. And Jesus came. He left glory for a dusty, dry, hot Middle Eastern country in a time where there were no modern amenities. He came for us. He left glory for you and I. Such is the value He places on us. And the Bible says the Holy Spirit is now on the earth for us. The Holy Spirit is not in heaven at the moment. He's on the earth with believers. He is here. He's here bringing conviction to the unsaved, speaking into our lives, opening the words, teaching us how to know and love God better. That is what they did. That is what they do. Such is the value that we have. We are not defined by our past. Do not ever define yourself by your past. We are not defined by our present. It doesn't matter how qualified we are or how wonderful our opportunities are at the moment. Outside of Jesus, they have no eternal value. Outside of Jesus, those things are valueless. It's only those things that are birthed in Him that are of eternal focus and value. This morning they sang, nothing is as strong as your love. Nothing is as strong as your love. And I want to tell you this morning on Mother's Day morning, this is not about being cute. This is about declaring over the women of this church, the women who are here this morning visiting, over the women of this nation and the nations and over every man and child in this building that you were born for such a time as this. And then it's time to leave behind our unwholeness and our disqualification because the redeeming love of Jesus is groaning. The earth is groaning, it says, for the manifestation of the sons and the daughters of God. It is groaning for us to become whole. Our kids want a whole mum. Our kids want a joyful mum. Our kids want a godly mum who's not stuck in her sadness and despair, year after year after year after year. So this morning, we're gonna do two things. First of all, we're gonna make opportunity for any of you who may not know Jesus as your personal Saviour and Lord. Some of you may never have thought about the connection that you need. And this morning, we need a Saviour. And what's more, we need Him as Lord. We need Him as our Saviour, And He wants to be our Lord over our life, that everything can be redeemed, everything can be made whole in Him and we can become those women and men. So this morning, whether you're a a man or a woman in this place, but particularly the mums, if there's a mum in this place and you've never made that decision, to make Jesus the centre of your life, we would love to pray for you. If you'd love to come down the front, We would love to pray for you. We'll make sure that someone sits with you and explains the decision you're making. Maybe you've wandered away from God and you realise today, oh my gosh, I have been so buried under this um, huge burden of everything I'm not. And you realise I need to come back to Jesus. I want to make the altar open for you this morning. So um, just in this moment, if you'd like to come, please come. And we're just going to pray for you. Is there anyone like that this morning?